What's going on, everyone? Welcome to a Wednesday edition of Back Your Play with Q. I'm your host, as always, Rich Quinones, our guy, Jovan Alfred, does a great job, content producer, sporting news. Check him out on Twitter, at Jovan10, our XFL. He might now be our XF. We don't know what's in the water, our XFL guru <laughs> and uh, Total uh, Total Sports Live as well. Uh, Jovan, what's going on, brother? How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I don't claim to be an XFL expert. There I'm you okay, go. but there you but go. but if you, if you if you give me expert, then I'm gonna roll with it. How'd you do with the games over the weekend? Um, two and two, two and two. Came back Take down it. to reality a little bit. Uh, almost thought we had a cover in the uh, in the Viper Sea Dragons game, but the uh, Sea Vipers gave up a 12 point lead That's because in the XFL, like I said, like I said in last week, show the F in the in the xfl double digit leads last two minutes of the game anything and everything can happen with the with the 1.2.3 point conversions then with not the onside kick but the fourth and 15 it leaves a lot out there so kind of messed up kind of little kind of feeling a little same type of way that we didn't get that cover but outside of that we'll take two and two anytime we can split even Hey, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. I mean, if you got to pay a little uh, juice here on the loss, that's not a big deal, but you're right. Um, I want to get into a little bit uh, with the quarterback issue in the NFL because we saw Daniel Jones just get the bag. We saw what the Ravens did with Lamar Jackson. Uh, Carr goes to the Saints. Geno back with Seattle. You got Aaron Rodgers flowing out there uh, potentially uh, with the Jets in the landing spot. I tweeted this out and well, a couple of things. I, I think the giant move with Jones, when you kind of break down the contract, I think we all get so enamored with the numbers as a whole when it's all about the guaranteed money and the fact mm-hmm. that it's 82 million guaranteed at signing. And they basically have an out after two years. They were able to tag Saquon. I thought the Giants did a very good job because um, they've shown now, okay, we believe in him, but. You've got two years to really make us believe in you or we're going to go in a different direction. So I have no issue whatsoever with the contract. I'm happy they got it done. But it's funny, man, because, you know, you start to see those dollars. Now, all of a sudden, we look right in our backyard. Jalen Hurts, Philadelphia Eagles. Now, granted, wasn't a um, high draft pick, but still, he's got to be thinking, hey, you know what? I might get the bag here. You know, I was perennial MVP uh, caliber uh, player, and here we go, went to the Super Bowl, outperformed Patrick Mahomes. So is this just a question of, you know, quarterbacks in the NFL, we always overpay for them. I mean, do you look at Jones's contract and say, oh, this is ridiculous? No, not. I don't see that ridiculous, especially when you see the average annual salary and the quarterbacks that he's kind of like bracketed in between. I think he's bracketed in between Prescott and Stafford. So yep. that's kind of the range. You can say he is. Obviously, Stafford's the outlier because he have the one Super Bowl ring. But Prescott haven't been having him and him and Daniel Jones kind of in the same position as quarterbacks, you know, in, in terms of playoff apparent, getting to the playoffs last year. I mean, this past season, you know, leading their teams to the postseason. So it's not a bad for, you know, Jones. And like you said, it's, the Giants did a great job, you know, with the deal where, like you said, they don't hamstring themselves to like, we're with you lockstep all four years. It's we'll give you half the money guaranteed, right. like you said. And everybody, like you said, everybody gets caught up on the, the fake number, but the real numbers in the guaranteed money. And like you said, they only stayed with them for two years. So, hey, two years doesn't work out. We can get out of it and still have some flexibility. So I think it was good there. And I think for the Eagles, you know, obviously, 
for you're thinking probably for Hertz, maybe somewhere in the land between 45, 50 million likely for him. I mean, Colin Murray got 46 million and he way surpassed uh Colin Murray territory in, uh, opinion, in terms of and he got 103, he got 103 million guaranteed. Yeah, so if you're if you're if if you're the, if you're Hertz's, you know, people, you probably want to get to that 110, 120 guaranteed and you know, yeah. see and, and see where it goes. And I think obviously how we will do his thing on his end to make sure that it's financially smart for sure. the franchise to try to make some maneuvers and probably we'll explain to him as well, like, hey, we're gonna give you what you want and we're gonna make sure that we do everything possible to get what you need to, you know, succeed. Yep, Wilson 124 guaranteed, Murray 103, Watson 230, um, which you're like, you got to be kidding me. Mahomes only 63 million guaranteed. That contract looks like it's a genius contract. I still think in two years, the Giants are going to look at the Jones contract and say, this is a very good contract. Allen 100, Mm -hmm. um, which kind of leads me into this, you know, the whole what's going to go on with Aaron Rodgers. The Rams in Denver basically gave up a haul, big hauls, Stafford and uh, Russell Wilson, respectively. So how much of this buzz right now with Rodgers going to the Jets, do you think it's legit? Do you think this is a, uh, you know, the Packers are just done with Rodgers and they want to turn the page and go to love? And then if you're Rodgers, you might be thinking to yourself, your best shot to win is in the a- a- NFC. I mean, the, the AFC, you got to go through uh, – Buffalo, you've got to go through mm-hmm. um, Cincinnati, uh, Kansas City, Cincinnati. Thank you. Yeah, you got to go through your own division. Yeah, and he, like I said, in the East, you still got the Patriots. You know, even though they're not the Patriots of old, you still got to compete with them. The Dolphins, even though you know they, they the quarterback position is still in, is flu- in flux, but they have playmakers that could give you trouble. So, yep. yeah, it's a it's it's a tough spot. I think. I do think that the, you know, the rumors of him and, you know, the smoke that we're seeing about him going to the Jets, I think it is real, especially with Derek Carr going to the Saints. It kind of leaves the Jets in a position where this, they might feel like there is, like it is their best shot. And and, and, and the Packers probably feel like it's time to move on, right? Rodgers wasn't great last year um, with, even with the rookies, you know, you would it think wasn't. you would think that a quarterback of his caliber raises their guys, raises those guys levels to another extreme. And it wasn't it wasn't like that at all. And for the Packers, I think you do want to move on just because, as some people pointed out, you know, you have to make a, a financial decision on Jordan Love very yep. soon, too. So you have to see what you have in them. Now, granted, what we've seen is bits and pieces. We don't know. Right. It's a very wide open it's a very wide open thing. However, if you do like what you see, man, you got to think about he's going to be gro- continuing to develop and grow with young pieces around him, right? Romeo Dobbs, Christian Watson. You still have, you know, Aaron Jones. You still have A.J. Dillon. Yep. It's not a bad team. Now, will they drop them in the class of the NFC North? Likely a little bit because Rodgers has still has some cachet if he was still there. So I think for the Packers, you definitely do want to see. And if you're the Jets, you know, you gotta go for it because can you really go back out there next season in a quarterback carousel where we're talking wilson mike white quarterback c quarterback d quarterback e like just keep on rotating you know per se stidham um and that sample size you're talking about 
regarding love, you're right. That's exactly what it is. It's a small sample size, but I think they're just ready to just turn the page on Rodgers. And I think a lot of it has to be the level players dropped off. I mean, come on, man. You can't beat Detroit last game of the season to get in the playoffs. That's on you if you want to be considered an all-time great, which he mm-hmm. still is. Um, but father time catches up to everyone. And I also just think it's the theatrics, the drama, the yeah. goofiness, right? The wanting to hold the franchise hostage. And, yeah. and what happens is that domino now resonates throughout the rest of these teams in the NFL. Because think about this. What happens if he decides to retire? Well, the Jets put all their eggs in Rodgers' basket. Now, now you turn around. See, this is, and I tweeted this, and I know you saw because you retweeted it. Explain to me how you have teams coming out. When we saw what Baltimore does with Lamar Jackson, okay, and mm-hmm. with, with the tag right now. So he can't talk to Miami potentially until after the draft. Now, we know Miami doesn't have a first-round draft pick because of the tamper. Right. So when you have that non-exclusive tag, I matched the offer, you got to give up two number one draft picks. Okay, fine. First round draft picks, I should say. Washington, Miami, Atlanta, Carolina. It seems like they've all come out of the woodwork and they basically said, we're not interested. And it, 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 it strikes me as, well, why, why are you saying that now? Is it because they believe he's damaged goods, he's injury prone, or... Do they believe that Lamar Jackson is so hell-bent on getting that Deshaun Watson contract where every single friggin' penny has to be guaranteed? And the owners right now say, you know what? Absolutely not, man. We're squashing the notion of fully guaranteed contracts in the NFL when it comes to the quarterback position. Oh, yeah, 100%. I definitely think it's the latter, right? Because if he wasn't looking for, and I don't, I, honestly, I don't blame him for looking for that amount because he can make the claim like, hey, I, I wasn't the one getting him, getting in trouble off the field. Um, even though I've had some injuries, yeah. I was the former league MVP. Like he has some cachet where he could say, and he, he also could say, hey, he's had DeAndre Hopkins, Will Fuller. What have I had right. you know, to be successful? And I still was able to be successful. So, I think I think it's definitely the latter, right? That full guarantee, the fully guaranteed contract. I think is holding it up because mm-hmm. any of those teams would be foolish not to take them, right? Like but if you're call, Carolina, but why are you going to yeah. publicly come out and say you're not interested in them? Because oh yeah, it, 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 like you said, it's like the owners banding together saying, "Nah, we're not going to not going to go down this road." Even though we did see the re- report about the Raiders saying they're leaving all quarterback options open, there, but they don't. Lamar. Now they that's a team that I think could do it, right? If they could but, afford them, yeah, they 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 don't have any liquidity, so they can't do it. Um, I understand Lamar Jackson has no agent, and, and I think this is where it's going to hurt him because an agent yes. are incentivized. They can mm-hmm. talk raw numbers. They can break it down. All you can basically do is make your pitch and say the film doesn't lie. Turn on the games. Um, how about the Colts? Would the Colts trade? What are they? Number four? Uh, four or five. Four or five. I think. I think they're four. I think they have the fourth pick in the draft. Would Would you give up that for? And another pick, and then probably sign him to a long term deal, um, for uh, Lamar Jackson. I mean. If if you're the Colts and Bryce Young is off the board, even though I like 
CJ Stroud and also like Anthony Richardson in this draft class. If Lamar is there, you got to do it right because you look at the division that you're in. It's a very winnable division. Like, it it's very winnable if you add a guy like Lamar Jackson to that team. He behind a solid offensive line who have a amazing running back on his side he'll have a, a solid wide receiver in Michael Pittman and he'll have a quarter and he'll have a coordinator in well head coach now and Shane Steichen who's had a quarterback in a similar mold in Jalen Hurts where he was able to have success with him and he could probably duplicate the same success same success with Lamar and and you would think Ursay wouldn't be afraid to make that move and you and he probably wouldn't be afraid to go get him the pieces that he needs to be you know to succeed so if i'm the Colts, i definitely i i highly consider it because that division's there for you tennessee's not a competitor houston is still some years away yeah houston is still sometimes away and then jacksonville they're they're getting there but again it's it's right there for them you're right jacksonville's on the rise Houston's got major issues. Tennessee's getting older. You don't know what's going to go on with Tannehill. I'm not sold on that young kid just yet. Um, and then you got Derrick Henry. The Colts are picking at four right now. It's Chicago, the Texans, uh, Arizona, and then the Colts at four. And you're right. You start to, you know, map, you know, scratch off teams. Raiders, no liquidity. You know, Washington, I thought maybe would have been the logical landing spot, 95, you, you know, they hire Eric the enemy, you, you know, you cater that offense towards him. I'm also wondering if people are looking at his health history and saying, look, he's got the frame like a Allen, like a Cam Newton. We know he's susceptible to injuries when he runs out of the pocket or I, I, I don't know. I just think it's weird. It's fishy that teams are coming out maybe. And again, to my point, <laughs> they're probably just saying, no, you're not getting 320 million guaranteed. And, and it was a, it was an aberration, a rarity that Haslam turned around and he did it. And then all the other owners pretty much are like, what are you doing? Like what, what, right. what, what you know, this, he broke, he broke ranks when you really think about a protocol, so to speak, because no one in their right mind is giving a quarterback that type of money. That's here you go. Um, and then remember to Burrow, Justin Herbert, they're going to be in line for mm-hmm. um more money for your extension yep. yep yeah yeah i just i don't think anyone in the league's willing to do that owners don't want to give quarterbacks guaranteed quarterback guaranteed contracts no not at all no <laughs> even though they, the players are all in the right to fight for it because we know right these guys with their bodies on the course. line 16 games to 17 games a season high impact like you give of it course. to them but like you said the owners, they don't want to do it. And, and like you said, and going back to a, a part of a, a point that you harping on earlier about him having an agent, he needed he needed to have one in this spot because an agent would have also told him not to step on that field this year without Correct. having a long term without having a long term deal done. Yeah, man, I'll tell you, it's it that shows me that you know the Ravens are like, hey man, you think the grass is greener? Mm-hmm. That's exactly See what, what you that, can get. <laughs> right. Because if they turn around, if they offer the exclusive tag instead, then they're saying we want you into the mix. We still want you into the fold. But now, right. or I'm eliminating uh, Jovan's ability then to weigh other offers. But now because of that, now 
you weigh these other offers. I mean, can you imagine a scenario where he sits out? I mean, <laughs> it would, it, it would, that would be crazy. But then if he sat out, right, <laughs> they would have to force their hand. He would force their hand to do something because you you can't have that money tied up in a player not playing. Nope. But then that also might force a team to say, this is our chance now. Baltimore has no leverage. Now we Correct. can jump in and, and get Correct. Him. And you technically really don't need an Asian for that. I mean, it's in your best interest no. to listen to people, but I can turn around and say, hey, no, I'm not going to do it. I, yeah, it's, I'm telling you, this is what happens year in and year out when we're waiting for that one quarterback, you know, that high price quarterback, that Hall of Fame quarterback. To, for years, it was far. What's he going to do? Then it turned out mm-hmm. it was going to be Brady, you know, and then we kind of knew where Peyton was going late in the career after he had the success with Denver. And then what, what I think what really turned everything is around is Andrew Luck decided to retire and you had that major domino effect as well. Now there's some reports at Phillip rivers. I don't know how much legitimacy would consider coming out of retirement. And, you know, you're talking about Tom Brady and his kids having a cat uh, and Tom Brady's already getting tired of being at home. He wants to come out of retirement. I'm like, Oh my goodness. I can't, I can't keep up with all this nonsense. And we haven't even hit, april for the draft no and Um, we haven't even hit free agency yet we're still a week out (laughs) correct technically we haven't all right um two more couple minutes before i let you get out of here where where are you with this uh uh john morant story do do you think that the league will eventually intervene i know the report came out that the investigation quote no wrongdoing or i should say legal action will take place but you know this as much as i do the NBA is so overprotective mm-hmm. of their image, like the NFL, uh, and the last thing they want is you know the optics of a player, right, waving a gun on IG, you know, and they certainly to take it to another extreme. Let's call it the way it is: a young black player with a lot of money who's the face of right. guys waving a gun. They let's just call it yeah. the way it is. They don't want that out there because then it gives all the other group balls you know that ammunition where they say well see this is dmba it's a bunch of punks and it's a bunch of thugs and blah 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 blah. but do you believe they'll step in and suspend him i think so especially after they i think they will after they after they do their investigation because i think i think there's something in cba about carrying in a, a weapon on a team you know flight or plane or whatever where there's like a suspension correct and a, a million dollar and or a suspension yes um it's actually i'm glad you brought it up it's actually rule section nine firearms and other weapons whenever a player is physically present at the facility or venue it goes on and on and on violation of section 9a or section 9b above shall be considered conduct presidential uh, presidential presidential to the NBA under article 35d of the NBA constitution and bylaws uh, and that's also subject to the player uh, disciplined by the NBA in accordance with such article um so yeah i mean i i you know to me if he gets suspended for the rest of the season he basically just sabotaged the whole season because two out of three becomes four out of five, five out of six losses. And they uh-huh. just keep going because if you look at the Western conference right now, you know, it's top heavy with one team, right. With, with, with Denver and then everybody else. 
Correct. Is all together, but maybe that's the wake up call he needs, right? Because if you spend him for the rest of the season, even if that suspension carries over with the maximum amount of games that he could get, you know, it could be the wake up call saying, like, hey, like your actions derailed your team from potentially making a deep playoff run and maybe right. somehow, you know, getting into, you know, the finals, even though that'd be crazy, but derailing them from seeing getting somewhere because of your actions and your yeah. behavior. And that's what he needs, right? Because you don't want the other wake-up call to be, you know, something more serious, right? Or him going to jail or, you know, anything else worse than that. So you hope that, you know, that he learns from this. And like you said, the league, I think, definitely will step in because they they don't they don't want to see this guy with so much talent. You know, he's a face of a franchise. You know, he's helped, you know, he's helping that market, right? That Memphis market, you know, become you know, much must-see TV for what they do on the court. He has a sneaker coming out. So there's a lot of things going for him. And you don't – and I don't think no one in this situation wants to see him, you know, go to complete other different direction. No, and it's a really good point that you highlight and illustrate because the NBA wants their marquee players on the floor, right? Because it's mm-hmm. all about the revenue. It's all about the rating. Right. Um, so uh, speaking of which, I know there's a – couple games on the docket tonight i don't know if you have glossed over anything i mean nothing i honestly i really don't like these lines are just you got two overblown lines in boston and portland you got the suns and the thunder um i almost hit a six game parlay the other night but instead of the knicks freaking covering they had to hit a three and it was two and a half and then, of course, you know, last night I'm like, ah, you know, I'll sprinkle a little Knicks on the money line. I'm going to keep riding. And then they spit the vid right. against friggin' Charlotte. So um, I'm cranky with that. But that being said, <laughs> do you have a game or two or player prop that you like? Um, For me, like you said, this slate was very weird. A lot of short, you know, lines, two, three points, which were kind of puzzling uh, to me. But some things I like tonight, uh, I like the over in that Clippers rap. Raptors game just because the Clippers defense has been really poor since the all-star yep. break they're, get, they're giving up like 130 plus points per game since the all-star break like they're just not playing from their defense whatsoever and I think that could benefit a team like Toronto who they don't have the shooters right but they got right. guys like Van Fleet that can get hot you know Gary Trent and an OB. I think that could be a high scoring game um so I like that there I uh, also like Kawhi Leonard over two and a half three pointers in this game. He's been shooting the ball really well from behind the arc. The Raptors are have one of the worst three point defenses in the league this year. I think they're allowing teams to shoot thirty seven point nine percent from three. Really bad. They're up there with the Spurs. Only the Spurs are worse at defending threes. So I like that one. And then you know Devin Booker. I'm looking at Devin Booker tonight for his assist prop. I know it's juiced at like minus one fifty for like over five and a half, but. Him and KD have been really good. You know, the two-man game between them is working, and it seems like he's almost become that de facto point guard. Like, Chris Paul is there, but it's yes. like it's starting to become the Devin Booker uh, KD show. So I like, you know, his over assists at five and a half. I also like his rebounds plus assist prop at, at 11 and a half. He's done really well with this number two. And then I'll I'll go after Jimmy Butler over 20, over 20 and a half points, a game that, the Heat need to win. They need to win every game possible as they try to, you know, get out of that playing spot and hopefully get that sixth seed, you know, with the jumble of teams that are also there too. So just some of the plays I'm looking at tonight. All right. We're going to see if we can squeeze you back on on Friday. Um, I want to do a little uh, due diligence on the XFL. 
so we can dive into some of these games. We'll say pending. We'll say schedule pending. We know you're a busy man. We can get you on for five or ten. We'll bang something out, and then I kind of want to um, maybe start to maybe look ahead into March Madness, um, just to kind of get maybe your idea of three or four teams that uh, you know we can kind of keep an eye out for. Um, UCLA had a major major loss today. They lost one of their best uh, uh, defensive players, I think, um, to an injury. So they were one of my sleeper teams them in USC. So uh, we got the conference tournaments this week. We got the XFL. We got baseball around the corner. So we will definitely keep you busy. You don't have to worry about that. <laughs> yes, we do got yeah, we got baseball and we got the world baseball class. To go yeah, there right you go. Well, so, we got a little WBC. We we can get into that as well. And I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> you know, what's going on in uh, DR and Puerto Rico and Latin America. We're good with that. Um, he is uh, Jovan Alfred at Jovan 10 content producer sporting news. Check him out online. Also, um, uh, Total Sports Live. You got a new pod dropping this week with that? Uh, no, but we did do a pod uh, last week. Uh, me and Harrison uh, broke down the quarterbacks in uh, this year's draft class. We kind of oh, kind of rolled out our own uh, top 10. Okay. And, uh, talked about that and broke down some of the quarterbacks we like, you know, Dorian Thompson Robinson, Robinson out of UCLA, Hendon Hooker out of Tennessee. So really, really cool pod that we did last week. Nice. So they can check that out uh, right now. All right. Awesome, man. Well, listen, I always appreciate you. Um, so I have to brush up on my XFL for later on. And then uh, we will do it again as always, brother. I appreciate jumping on BYP. Hey, no problem. All right.